Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 65 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking with Amanda Dennelly about designing a morning routine you can stick to. Amanda and I have a great discussion about why having a morning routine is so important for business owners and how it can affect your day and your life. She also talks about making time for mindset work and how that's going to look different for everybody. We talk about how your morning routine isn't going to look just like everyone else's and you don't have to follow a prescribed formula. It's more about finding things that fit you and making small tweaks so that you really feel the way you want to as you start your day. We then talk about adjusting our morning routine to fit our lives as entrepreneurs when our family or our friends are home and when we need more flexibility. Make sure that you check out Amanda's free guide if you want more information. It's in the show notes and she mentions it at the end of the episode. Amanda Dennelly helps creatives and entrepreneurs that are feeling stressed and overwhelmed stop overcomplicating their day-to-day so they can grow their business and create more time to do what they love. She helps clients shift their mindset around their mile-long to-do list and create room in their schedule to finally breathe. This supports them to rapidly scale their businesses, create more fulfillment, and feel happier and healthier in their everyday lives. Amanda started her career working with some of the biggest brand names in New York City before moving out west and starting her own design studio. She spent years honing her process and found the same principles of an intentional simplicity and refinement that she used in her branding work can also help creatives design a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. Today, she operates her coaching practice in the mountains outside Denver, Colorado. When she's not supporting her clients, she's going for early morning trail runs, midday walks with her puppy, and Friday night sushi dates with her man. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Yeah. I read your bio at the top of the show, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Sure. So I'm Amanda Dunley. I live in the mountains just outside Denver, Colorado, and I help creatives and entrepreneurs that are feeling stressed and overwhelmed to stop overcomplicating their day-to-day so they can grow their business and have more time for what they love. So I do this through one-on-one coaching that focuses on mindset, time management, organization. So ultimately, they can create a beautiful, balanced life and a thriving, successful business. All right. So how did you get started in this business? Oh, boy. Like everyone else, it's kind of a windy path. But I actually spent my first several years out of school working as a graphic designer and working my way up to a senior designer, working with some of the biggest brand names in New York City. Before deciding to strike out on my own, I kind of decided that the New York City life wasn't for me. Um, I had been doing that for quite a few years. And I had this realization actually one night when I was hauling my groceries home on the subway. And I was just thinking, man, this must be so much easier for people who have a car. (laughs) And it was kind of that moment where everything shifted. And I started really thinking about what it would take to, you know, carve my own path and really define my own version of success and what that would look like. So Ultimately, I ended up moving out to Denver, Colorado um, and opening up my own design studio and did that for several years before realizing that my true passion actually lies with working with the people behind the business. And that's when the coaching practice was born. So that's kind of how I ended up where I am today. 
So why did you pick Denver? Did you know people there? Was it just somewhere you wanted to go? Um, so I was so sick of like the long subway rides and my annoying commute and my tiny shoebox apartment, um, and just kind of city life on the whole, you know, I had been in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend. He lived in Connecticut at the time and I was living in New York and neither, neither one of us were really jazzed on our current situation. Um, so we really started narrowing it down to where would be good for us to both move together. So we're both into outdoorsy stuff. We really like fresh air and room to breathe. And at the time, a good art and design scene was also really important to me. So we had kind of narrowed it down to Denver, Seattle, or Portland. And when he got a job out here, I was so ready to make the switch. So I ended up leaving my full-time job and um, moving out here. And the plan had always been to get another you know, full-time job. But the more I thought about it, the more I kind of had a bunch of like red flag interviews. And I was just thinking, you know, this wasn't, this is not what I want. This is not the point of, you know, making this lifestyle shift and just kind of like changing my mindset around what it was that I thought success was and what was important to me. And entrepreneurship really lined up with a lot of my values. Ultimately, that's why we we ended up out here was just, you know, like more fresh air, more room to breathe. The Denver lifestyle is awesome. <laughs> Total 180 from New York City. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of similar to my story in that we moved to Richmond when my husband got a job here and I looked for like a full-time job that was always the plan and for me, I didn't find anything and I came into entrepreneurship, but it was never something that I started as a side hustle and built up. It was just something that circumstances worked out the way that they did. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, I mean, to a certain extent, I think it's good that it happens that way. I felt very similarly, like I had worked on a blog while I was running a full-time job. And to me, that was always a side hustle, but I already knew, you know, the amount of time that took and the amount of effort that took. And I knew that if I wanted to do this the right way, it was really going to have to be a full-time job for me. And very similarly to you, it wasn't really a side hustle. It was just something I committed to very much. Yeah. All right, so today we're talking about designing a morning routine you can stick to, and I'll start the show by admitting that as much as I'm not a night owl, I'm also not a love super early mornings person. I'm like a middle <laughs> of the day kind of a person. So why is having a morning routine so important for business owners? Okay, so two things here. I think it's a common misconception that in order to have a great morning routine, you have to be a morning person. And I just don't think that's true. I think that, you know, really paying attention to the time of day that you work best and knowing that, you know, maybe you don't work best until around noon can really help you to structure your day so that you know that, you know, all of your big tasks are going to happen around noon that morning routine, maybe you have a little bit of a slower start, or maybe you have a morning routine that takes a few hours. You know, you roll out of bed at 10 and you you really take a slow start to the morning and then you hit the ground running once you hit noon. It's about finding what works for you. So I would say you don't have to be a morning person to have a great morning routine. And then the other thing I'd say is a morning routine is great because as entrepreneurs, I mean, we make so many decisions in the day to day between clients, between like our own personal lives and relationships, that if you can eliminate the decisions you have to make first thing in the morning, it brings about a certain mental clarity. 
So what happens is you start the day and you're not spinning your wheels and trying to start from scratch and figuring out what's the most important task that you have to do first each and every day. You already know how you're going to start your day and you know that those actions are going to support how you want to feel in your morning. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that even if your morning does not start at five in the morning, you can still have a morning routine that supports your business. And so it's more about figuring out what works for you. And we're going to talk about that a lot in this episode is that you have to figure out your morning routine. Exactly. Yeah. Totally about what is working for you and what is going to support you best in your day to day. Okay. So how can updating your morning routine or even creating one for some of us affect your day and your life? So I think creating a morning routine moves you out of this place of being so reactive to each and everything that comes up and you really start becoming more proactive and you start putting your own wellness first, first thing in the day. And I think that's, you know, that's such a huge thing for entrepreneurs because you know, a lot of us um, creatives and entrepreneurs, we at one point worked a nine to five and we had that kind of structure and boundaries and we knew that we had to be out of the house by 8 a.m. in order to make it to work by nine. And then we knew that we could kind of like turn off everything at 5 p.m. So when you become an entrepreneur, you realize that you really have so much more control of your own time. And in a way, that kind of freedom and flexibility can also be kind of overwhelming because it can be difficult to know where to even start. So I think one of the things for getting started is just to really define your boundaries. And that could mean having a schedule, like knowing how long things take in the morning. I alternate between running each morning and doing Pilates. And I know that both of those activities take about 40 minutes. So, you know, depending on the day, I can pretty much like know how long my morning routine is going to take. And I think that really helps me in planning it out. But also like boundaries, like deciding not to pick up your phone first thing in the morning and like scroll social media or deciding that um, checking your inbox first thing isn't serving you anymore. Those are all great boundaries to have in place so that you can really start your day in a way that works for you. Yeah. And I think you're so right. When we work our nine to five jobs, I remember like I had to be there every morning at eight o'clock and then I would turn on my computer. I would go up to the front of the office and get the mail because that was part of my job. And then I'd stop and I'd talk to the other ladies that were coming in and like there was this set routine that I did every day. And even though it wasn't like this is part of your job to talk to these people and to interact (laughs) with people, it was part of what you did. And then when I got into entrepreneurship, it was like, there's no longer anybody telling me that every morning you have to go check the mail or you have to do this, or there are people that are expecting to see you and say hello. Like it was all open. I could do whatever I want. And that was pretty overwhelming at first. I was like, I had no idea what to do because I could do anything. Yep, exactly. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that. So really just becoming mindful of the strategies that you can use to really put some boundaries around that can be so helpful. Yeah. And you mentioned too, that like, you can decide to do things like not get on social media first thing every morning or not check your email. So how do you sort of make time for some of the mindset work that we talk about in your morning routine instead of doing some of those other things? And then how does that impact the results you get for the rest of your day? 
So I think a lot of times when we think about a morning routine, we're focusing on sort of the actions you go through daily, right? That's what makes up habits and routines. But what I like to point out is that what's actually shifting when you come up with a morning routine is your mindset. So by going through these actions, you're actually, let's see, an example is probably good here. So um, for me, I like to run every other day, right? And I know that that's something that brings about, you know, mental clarity for me. And it also really taught me that consistency can lead to results in that, you know, I felt so much better and so much stronger. So the action I'm taking is running, right? But what it's actually bringing about is a mindset shift. So I'm seeing that consistency leads to results. And I'm seeing that clarity can help me to feel better and make better decisions in my day to day. So now if you think about that, and as entrepreneurs, life and work are so intertwined. So when you work on sort of like the lifestyle aspects, you're also going to see the results in your business. So as entrepreneurs, you know that we're constantly being told that clarity and consistency are so important in our messaging, in our marketing. So you can see how by focusing on that clarity and consistency in my running, I'm also sort of bringing those lessons and bringing that mindset work into my business as well. Okay. So, and then how can that lead to other growth? Do you have examples of things that people might do as far as mindset to then help their businesses grow? Yeah. So with this one, I think confidence is a huge game changer. So what I find when I start working with clients is that, you know, they kind of doubt their capacity for meaningful change. Um, When they come to me, they kind of think that they're beyond help. And I just don't think that's true. So Part of the reason I like to start people off with a morning routine is because it's a short enough time frame that you can actually start to see results and you build that confidence up that you can actually make changes in your life. And that's huge because when you realize that you're capable of making those kind of changes, it doesn't stop with lifestyle. It goes well into business as well. And it means that you're showing up more confident on you know, sales calls. It means that you're showing up more confident in your messaging. It means that you're speaking more clearly. So I think like a huge part of mindset is that confidence that you bring with you and that trickles over into business as well and can be such a game changer and lead to so much growth. Okay. And when you're talking about mindset, because all of the examples you gave were not what people might think of as sitting down and meditating or journaling. These are things that you're actively doing, but how do you get into that space of making time to do that every day? Is it just something that you found what works for you? Like what tips might you have for people? So I think you can go the more traditional route of meditating or journaling or affirmations can be huge too. I know that I tell a lot of entrepreneurs to like start practicing their affirmations in the mirror out loud each morning because just kind of like retraining your brain with that new mindset that I am like a confident, capable business owner. Things always work out for me, you know, whatever that mindset shift is that you need to do, you can definitely go that route. But I think in, you know, instances like these, I really try to stay away from being extremely prescriptive in the way that we approach this mindset work, because I do think that it really depends on how you want to feel in your day to day and what's going to bring about those feelings. 
you know, a lot of times when people talk about morning routines, all the gurus will tell you this very like prescriptive method of like wake up at 5 a.m. and exercise and then meditate and then journal and then eat a healthy breakfast. And I'm not saying that that can't work, but what I have found that if you focus on the way that you actually want to feel instead of, um, you know, these very prescriptive methods, you're going to be way ahead of the game. Because what I find is that some entrepreneurs, you know, they try that for a week, they wake up at 5am, they do all the things they're supposed to, and they're absolutely exhausted. And they feel crappy, and it's affecting their relationships, and it's affecting like their capability to be productive and get work done. And it's not leaving them feeling good. So they're not going to stick to it because it's not leaving them feeling the way that they want to feel. So if we can kind of step away from that sort of prescriptive method and we can focus really on honing in what works for you, then you're going to be so much more ahead of the game and you're actually going to be able to experience like the positivity and productivity that's possible because of a morning routine. Do you know what your dream clients see when they come to your website? The only way to figure out how your dream clients are using your website and what makes them leave is to ask them. I've created a special UX test guide that you can get at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. Inside, you'll learn how to structure a user experience test to get the best results, 18 questions to help you really see your website through their eyes, and my favorite way to find dream clients to help you. You need to look at every stage of your client's journey from landing on your website to completing the final goal through their eyes so that you know what to change right now to start converting more visitors into clients. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. You mentioned there that you have to figure out how it is that you want to feel in order to really design your morning routine. But how do we get into that? How do we start designing this so that we have a morning routine and something that we can do every day that fits us and the way that we like to do our life and the way that our life works So I think a good place to start is just by looking at your current habits and routines and use that as a starting point. I think sometimes people think it has to be like this drastically different routine and it has to be completely different. And that's usually not true. That's usually not the case at all. Usually it's small shifts that you can make in your current routine that are going to leave you feeling, you know, more positive and productive. So I think the first thing to do is really to pay attention to what you're currently doing and how that's currently leaving you feeling. And just start noticing, just start like getting really curious about it and say, hmm, okay, I did yoga for 15 minutes this morning and you know, I had a lot more energy throughout the day. Or maybe it's that I did yoga for 15 minutes this morning and I was super antsy and I don't think yoga is for me. So just by noticing those things and picking up on sort of those internal cues, you're going to be able to find things that are working for you. Okay. So you're saying we don't need to go through and make a total shift like, this is my ideal morning and it is completely different from what I'm I'm doing right now and I have to do it from here on out. (laughs) Um, I'd actually suggest you don't do that. (laughs) Uh, So you have a better chance of sticking with habits and routines If they're, you know, small, consistent efforts in your day to day and just like minor tweaks, because what happens is if you say, okay, I'm going to do something completely different than what I'm doing now. Most of the time you get really discouraged, right? Because it's so different and you're not used to it. I find when a lot of people do this, they're doing it because they think they should be doing something um, and not necessarily because they want to. So 
you're going to get really discouraged and you're going to get really burned out and you're going to say, you know what, this isn't for me. And I just know, I mean, this is literally life-changing stuff. Like the entire premise is that you can change your life by the way you start each day. So by simply like making those tweaks and not saying like, oh my gosh, I have to change everything, like burn it all down, right? Um, (laughs) You're going to be able to stick with it and make those small changes and over time find what works for you. This isn't something that's kind of like a once and done and you never have to look at it again, but it's about getting to know yourself better and about experiencing that growth that goes like way beyond just these like few hours in the morning. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense because when you make those big changes, a lot of times we do this in all sorts of parts of our lives that we make these changes because we want to see a result, but we don't see that result right away. And so we don't stick with it. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like if we can just make small tweaks for, you know, one thing at a time and try it out, it's a lot easier to see a result of okay, well, that made me feel a little bit better. So now I want to try this other thing. Exactly. And you're not trying to tackle too many things at once, which can be also really overwhelming. So what are some things that, or are there some things that you recommend that everybody include in their morning routine or does it vary based on the person? I am a huge proponent of movement or exercise as part of a morning routine. I think that it can bring about a sense of mental clarity. And with exercise, it's incredible because you can do like one thing for 30 minutes and you can already feel like you accomplished something today. It's like such a game changer. (laughs) I can practically feel people like rolling their eyes on the other end of this right now because no one wants to hear that they need to work out more, right? But What I honestly believe when it comes to movement and working out and wellness is that I really believe that everyone has like their thing, right? That one thing that's going to make them feel like positive and productive and get them out and moving around, whether that be, you know, a walk with the dog in the morning or yoga or I do Pilates. I think everyone has that one thing and most people just haven't found it yet. And I would say don't get discouraged because I honestly believe that we all have something that is going to boost our wellness and it doesn't feel as much like a workout or as much like work. And I really do encourage every entrepreneur to find their thing because I think that's so important and I think it can do amazing things for your wellness and it can do amazing things for how you feel and how you show up in your business. Yeah. For me, it took me a long time to figure out what that exercise that I wanted to do was. I I swam for a long time and I loved that, but it's really not easy to swim when you don't have a pool in your backyard. (laughs) I spent a long time though figuring out what it was that would really actually make me enjoy exercising. I thought, you know, everybody says you're supposed to run. So I tried running and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And it just took a lot of time and trial and error and finding videos on YouTube to figure out what I actually enjoyed. And so now I have a bar class that I go to twice a week that I really love. And I have a class on my Monday mornings that is called Burn and Tone that the ladies in the class renamed Sweat and Die. And it's one of those <laughs> classes that you go and you hate it the whole time, but then you get home and you feel so good that you accomplished it. Exactly. Yep. I think that's incredible. I'm so glad that you stuck with it and found your thing because 
It can be, it's funny. I have a friend who says, you know, I love the photos that you post of your morning runs. And she's like, but I will never be a runner. And I think that's, I mean, it's so, that's so okay. Like there's nothing saying that like there is one perfect form of exercise and everyone has to enjoy it, right? It's about finding that thing that you enjoy and that, you know, makes you feel accomplished and feel good. And I just love that you found that. So do you have any suggestions for people who are entrepreneurs and either their lives and their businesses change seasonally when their kids are home or their family is traveling so that we can keep up with that morning routine but still have some flexibility? I would say don't be afraid to make small tweaks and to change it based on your lifestyle. I think that having a morning routine is really important. And I think that you should try to be consistent with those actions, again, to eliminate that kind of decision fatigue. But I also think that part of it is getting to know yourself better and know when um, the actions you're taking are no longer supporting you. I definitely experienced this a little bit. Um, So my boyfriend changed jobs. And he no longer works on Fridays. He actually works more Monday through Thursday. So now he's home on Fridays. And, you know, at first I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my normal work schedule. Like the fact that his schedule has changed shouldn't affect like my life. And then I realized that I was actually feeling a lot of like resentment towards the fact that, you know, he was at home watching TV and could do whatever he wanted. And I was still working on client work and marketing materials and getting newsletters written and things like that. And, you know, it went back to how I wanted to feel. And I ultimately decided that I didn't want to feel this resentment towards someone that I love. So I tweaked that morning routine and now I take things like a lot more relaxed on Fridays. If I don't feel like going for my run or doing Pilates, I won't do that. I usually end the day a lot earlier on Fridays. So sometimes my mornings get shifted around a little bit. And I think that's completely fine. I think that ultimately these tools are there to support us. So when they're not doing that, I think it's important to pay attention to that. I know that, you know, you have the capability to make these shifts in a way that actually works for you and supports you and, you know, can help you like live the entrepreneurship life that you actually want. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know for me, it was a real struggle when I first started out because my husband is a teacher. So he is off every summer for three months. And that first year that you know, I had gotten into my routine. I knew when my work hours were, but then he was home all of the time. And it was really hard to feel like, oh, I have to sit in my office and work while he's hanging out. And I wish that I could spend more time with him. And what I have learned and what it sounds like you're saying is that when he is off in the summer, I have much shorter work days. I have a lot more flexible schedule And as long as my clients aren't expecting me to get stuff done at a certain time, then I'm willing to say, you know, we're going to go to the zoo in the middle of the day because I have that freedom and it feels better for me to spend that time with him while he's available. Exactly. All right. So is there anything else that you wanted to share about designing a morning routine or tips for people to choose something that fits for them? So I actually have a free guide on my website that I just love to share with your audience. And it's all about designing a positive and productive morning routine that you can actually stick to. Um, So they can find that at amandadennelly.com. 
Can we link to that in the show notes? Yes, we will. Perfect. All right. So can you give me an example of how serving your clients well has benefited your business? Oh, sure. Let's see. So many ways. <laughs> um, but actually, like referrals have always skyrocketed my business. Um, I had a client who was at the same conference as me once. And as I was kind of, you know, introducing myself to other people and just explaining, you know, the kind of work that I do, someone said, that's really funny. I was just talking to a gal earlier um, who worked with a coach that sounds exactly like what you're doing. And I was like, oh, who is it? And it turns out that it was me that she was talking about. So <laughs> just like a very strange turn of events, but it just goes to show how taking care of your clients will always get people talking and how, you know, really supporting your clients and their best interests is just really valuable as a skill in entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it sounds like your clients were very clear on what you did and knew how to communicate that to other people so that when you said, this is what I do, they recognized that that was sort of the same thing they had heard about. Yeah, which is always an awesome experience. So tell me two things that you're loving right now. They can be business or life or both. So I am loving connection calls with other creatives. Um, this is something I started doing recently was just putting up a page on my website so that other creatives could just book a time to schedule a call and kind of get to know each other better and have like these kind of virtual coffee chats. And I have just been enjoying it so much. Um, I think social media in general these days is just, you know, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> um, it's really been so much fun just to get to know the people behind the scroll and really connect with other entrepreneurs and get to know these amazing women who are doing amazing things in their businesses and really get to know that my community and all the support that there is out there. Um, so I've been really enjoying that. And then the other thing, this one is like kind of nerdy, um, but so we live in kind of like a remote area and um, King Supers just introduced ClickList, which is a online ordering and grocery pickup service. And it has literally changed my life. Instead of needing to go, like um, my boyfriend and I used to go grocery shopping together and it would be like two hours out of our day. And when you think about like amount of time and like resources that's taking for like two people to grocery shop, it was just ridiculous. I could think of so many things that I would rather be doing with him than grocery shopping. <laughs> um, so just being able to like now order online and, you know, he picks it up on his way home from work. It's just been like such a game changer and I've been really loving that. And I think a lot of, to that point, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, sometimes we have a hard time paying for convenience. <laughs> and I think in this instance, like it's five bucks and it's so worth it. When you run the numbers on that and you think of how much time it's saving you and how much better you feel, just like not having to walk around the grocery store for two hours. <laughs> it's just amazing. So, And you probably save that five bucks with stuff you didn't add to your cart as you were walking down the aisles. Oh my gosh. So true. <laughs> All right. So what are you excited for that's coming up in the future? Um, so right now I'm actually toying with the idea of starting a podcast. I know that a lot of the members of my community consume content kind of on the go, whether that be, you know, when they're in the car or, you know, when they're going for a walk and they're kind of aiming to spend less time in front of a screen. And I also like personally, that's one of my favorite ways to consume content. So I've been thinking about how, you know, what that would look like and how it would take shape. So I'm kind of 
I'm toying with the idea right now, but I'm really excited at the prospect of it. That's awesome. I am all for more podcasts. That's how I consume content. And that's the reason I started mine. So I love that people are really jumping on this and figuring out a different way to put out content, but still share their expertise with their audience and serve in a different way. So my final question is, where can people find you online? They can find me at my website at www.mandadunnelly.com or on social media at Amanda Denley. I'm most active on Instagram for sure. So definitely get on over there and check it out. Um, And like I said, if you liked what you heard today and you want to learn more about how to design a morning routine, you can head on over to my website and you can download your free morning routine guide. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this. I'm excited for people to start looking at their morning routine and making those small tweaks and seeing how they feel. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I loved this episode with Amanda because she makes it really practical to find a morning routine that fits you. For your three action steps, I want you to number one, pay attention to your current morning routine and how it makes you feel. Then choose one thing to change and try it for a week to see how that affects your day. And number three, experiment with different types of exercise to find something that you love. If you're not sure what to try or you don't have access to classes, check out videos on YouTube. There are a lot of them out there and I'm sure that you can find something that fits you. If you liked this episode, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes or post it in Instagram and tag process to profitability. You can also connect with Amanda on her website and through the connection call link that's in the show notes. Thanks for listening to process to profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 